of you friendly, nice, amazing. Oh, hi everyone! We love you so much. This is it's TSF. This is Hunter Knot. Oh my god! And you're listening to the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Andy York, the Young Buck. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining us, whether this is your first time or you are a longtime viewer. We really do appreciate the support that you guys give us every single week. Um, it is very, very appreciated. Um, go check out um, our other uh, channel as well, or our other feed, um, the PBWF, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Federation. Um, a disclaimer um, off the top about that. Um, we recorded season two in bulk. Um, and we finished season two a couple months ago. Um, and so as we continue forward, Bray Wyatt will continue to show up on my show. Um, not out of bad taste. It's just we've already recorded it uh, months in advance. And so that's why um, he is going to continue to show up there. Um, so just a, a, a heads up for that. But we are heading um, straight for the end. We are um, a couple months in now. So if you haven't been... Listening, go catch up um, before we get to the final month. Um, you definitely want to catch up and do that as well. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you never miss out on one of our videos. Um, hit the follow button as well or the subscribe button. Um, share it with your friends. Also, uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, make sure that you give us a five-star review. You can find our podcast anywhere you f- uh, find pod- your listen to your favorite podcast. Um, whether that's Apple, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your podcast, you can find the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast there as well. Follow us on all on social media at PBW Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore PBWP, where I will be live tweeting the entire time through All In. Um, it's going to be a fun, fun, fun show. Um, that we are going to talk about right now. This whole episode is dedicated to the all-in preview. Um, check out yesterday's episode that went up where we talked about um, Edge's contract status and a couple other things, but we spent a majority of the time um, looking at the life and the career of Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk, so definitely go check out that episode. Uh, but this episode, we are talking all things all-in, um, the biggest wrestling crowd of all time, Um, a very, 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 uh, anticipated show, um, that, you know, I think a lot of people are expecting some big, big things from the show. I know I am personally as well. Um, I, I'm excited for this. I think this is one of the few times, or not a few times, but this is one of the first times in AEW where, um, we are feeling this kind of energy once again. Um, I think this is the kind of energy that we had once AEW got created and we had all in the first time and then um, we, we ran into AEW, AEW started. Um, it feels like we are getting that energy back. This past week's Dynamite was really, really good. The last two weeks have been really good. Um, one week I was biased because I was there in person, but this past week was really good um, in, in Georgia. So it, it's going to be a fun show all in. I think there's going to be some surprises um, that are going to be in store for us. Um, some things that we weren't expecting, some people we probably weren't expecting to show up as well. Um, that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Um, so it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great time. So follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore PBWP because um, I will be live tweeting through the whole thing as well. But let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into um, the all-in card. 
Um, a very stacked card. I think it was. It, we were kind of shocked at how long it took to announce the first match for this card. But once they announced the main event of Adam Cole and MJF, things started to click. Things started to roll. And uh, this is a this is a pretty stacked card. I'm I'm very excited. I know a lot of people are are iffy about the card. Those people are just looking for problems in AEW. I think um, I, I'm very very excited about this. So let's start off. I'm following um, how PW Scorecard has it. I'm not going to do all of that um, for this one. I'm just I've got it as a reference for matches and things that we're going to talk about. I want to start. T- we're going to start talking about the match that. Probably when it was announced, or probably when people were talking about this being a possibility of happening at All In, I not that I wasn't excited about it because it's two big time guys, but it's it's one where Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay, and it's one of those where Jericho has been for me personally hit or miss the last couple of months, the last year or so. Um, He's done some really good stuff, but he's also had some matches where, like, it, we got to slow down a little bit for Jericho. And so when you put him in there with a guy like Osprey, um, a guy who can literally <laughs> do any move in the world, uh, make it look super easy, I'm kind of hesitant to see if Jericho... I was hesitant to see if Jericho could keep up with Osprey. Um, but after the last couple of weeks... Man, I've, I've, this is one of the matches that I'm now looking forward to the most because of that contract signing they had last week, because of the way Osprey showed up in Nashville two weeks ago, and has aligned himself once again with Don Callis, um, and kind of this feud between Jericho and Callis, and now Jericho and Osprey. Um, I'm expecting this one to be a lot of fun. I'm expecting this to to kind of not necessarily be all over the place, but I think it's going to be a, a train wreck of a match. Um, I think Will Ospreay is going to have the night of his life in the biggest stage possible, um, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to absolutely shine. The thing about Osprey is, and I've, I've been vocal about this before in the podcast. Um, the, in the past, I have not been the biggest Osprey fan. I think the style that he wrestled. I'm a big. I the style that he wrestled, the flippy style. I know a lot of people have their problems with their issues with it. I don't have an issue with that. I just I think a lot of it was I didn't really get to invest and see a whole lot in Osprey. The last couple of years, I've been able to invest more and watch more of Osprey stuff, and the dude is just out of this world. I think he I, he has to be in the conversation of one of the best in ring wrestlers in the world today, um, and that to me is not a question anymore that he's in that category and in that that select few. Um, and I think because of that, I think he's going to have a shining, shining moment um, against Jericho. I think Jericho's entrance um, is going to be wild one way or another. I think live performances in, in wrestling are either the one of the best things that you've ever heard or one of the worst things that you've ever heard. And AEW has a track record of it going the, the opposite way, the bad way. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see what Fozzie's going to be like. Uh, live in person, but I think it's going to be a fun time. I think this match is going to be really good between these two. I think Jericho has a lot to prove um, to a lot of people, and I think he's going to prove it in this match by um, keeping up with Osprey, but also you know continuing his legacy and continuing to move forward and continue continuing to do the things that he is really really good at. Um, and so because of that, I think this is going to be back and forth. However, I do think. We're in Wembley Stadium. We're in London. 
somebody's got to be the hometown hero to get the win. I think Jericho may play more of a heel role in this match than Osprey does. And I think Will Ospreay gets the job done. And like he said, he's the only person that can say in a span of two months that he's beaten um, Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada, and Chris Jericho. And that is a wild, wild list uh, to say that you've beaten in two months. Um, that pro- The contract signing on, on Dynamite was amazing between both guys. I think Osprey talking about how this is just another vanity project for Jericho, how, um, you know, he's just doing this so Fozzie can perform in front of, in front of 80,000 plus people. Um, you know, all of this other stuff that Osprey was saying. And then Jericho comes right back and says, listen, you don't understand. This is bigger than any WrestleMania. This is bigger than anything that he's ever been a part of. And, uh, he's got a lot to prove. And I think that's, that's absolutely the case. But I do think Will Ospreay walks away with the win, the hometown win. And uh, I think I think we're going to be talking about this match for a little bit. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be one that we are going to remember for a long, long time. Another one that we're going to remember for a long time is part three in the trilogy over the last couple of years. The Young Bucks going after FTR and the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Um this one had a lot of intrigue going into it before the Cash Wheeler stuff happened. Um, I think there's a lot of intrigue now, um, even more so than before. The The sit-down interview on Dynamite between the two was really good. Um, it's one of my favorite things the Bucks have done by themselves here recently. Um, I think they did a fantastic job um, going after FTR and talking to him uh, and you know going after him and all this other stuff. Um, I've really, really enjoyed that. Um, I do think um, the legal issues that are going on with FTR and uh, right now with Cash Wheeler specifically, I think prevent them from winning. Um, and I do think it's about time the Bucks got the tag titles back and went on a proper run, um, reestablished themselves as the best tag team in AEW, one of the best tag teams in AEW, one of the best tag teams of all time. Um, and I think that starts by winning at Wembley. And I think they are going to... I think this match is going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be... I, I could potentially see it being right up there with um, that the Steel Cage match with the Lucha Brothers. Um, I, I could see this being right up there with Hangman and Kenny versus um, the Young Bucks as well. Um, I think this is going to be a, a really, really, really good match that we are going to be talking about and looking forward to. Um I just I think it's time. I think it's time the Young Bucks got the win. I think it's time that the Young Bucks get the titles back, um, and I think it's time that the Young Bucks reclaim their top pot, their top spot in the AEW Tag Team Division, um, and can help a lot of other tag teams rise up to that level and get where the Bucks are. So I think this one's gonna be good. I think this one's gonna be a lot of fun. But I do have the Bucks getting the win and becoming tag team champions once again. Um, I'm going to save that one for a minute. We'll talk about that one here. We'll talk about this other one, or these other two here in a minute. Let's continue on the singles train and uh, talk about um, the one match from Collision. Well, not necessarily the one match, but the main match from Collision that we are getting. CM Punk running it back once again against Samoa Joe. And as the Ring of Honor diehard, um, this is... This is the match I wanted to see for Punk. I know there's a lot of speculation it could be Punk versus White, um, Jay White, but I, I just... I really think Punk and Joe one more time, the biggest stage possible, um, going at it, 
proper. I, I'm I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think Punk has a lot to prove to a lot of people. Um, I think Joe has a lot to prove to a lot of people because I think people are starting to see them slow down a little bit, um, which is not a bad thing. But I think people are starting to see them slow down a little bit, and they want to prove – Punk wants to prove, no, I'm still one of the best in the world. And Joe wants to prove I'm still one of the, the biggest threats and biggest killers in the world. Um, and so I think this one's going to be a back and forth, a stiff affair. I'm expecting people to bleed in this one. Um, I hesitate to say this, not to say this, but I hesitate to think this. I think there's a really, really, really good shot Samojo wins. And it becomes his like crowning moment in AEW, his, his defining moment so far in AEW, beating Punk. But Punk has just come back. They're, they're building up Collision. They're trying to make Collision um, feel as big as Dynamite. And in order to do that, you got to have your top stars win in big-time matches. And this is as big as it gets right now for Punk. Um, so I could absolutely see Punk win. Um, I could see the winner of this challenging the winner of the main event um, at All Out, which... Yep, I'm fine with that too. That'd be great. No matter who wins, either way, I think it's going to be fun whether you get Cole versus Punk or Cole versus MJF once again, or MJF and Punk once again, or if you get Joe Cole once again or Joe MJF, um, I think that would be really fun. But I do think Punk walks away with the win. Um, in your standard fair match, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a, a good match. I just. I don't think. I don't know. I just I don't think we're at the point right now where Punk and they're not going to do what they did in Ring of Honor, and I think everybody knows that. But I do think they are going to have something special for us um, because again, this is as big as it gets in Wembley Stadium. So I think Punk go walks away with the win. Um, the Fatal Four Way for the AEW Women's Championship: uh, Soraya versus Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Hikaru Shida. Um, I, I, I heard a fan say this at in Dynamite in Nashville, and I completely agree. Um, I didn't realize how big this match... Not big. I didn't realize how star-powered this felt until all four women were in the ring um, on Rampage a couple weeks, or two weeks ago when they, when they filmed it in Nashville. And all four were in the ring, and everybody was buzzing. I'm like, wow, this, this has a lot of potential. I know a lot of people, and, and I put myself in this camp... Um, it sucks that Jamie Hader is not in this. It sucks that Jamie Hader is not able to wrestle. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if she didn't show up in some capacity. Um, maybe to help Britt win. Maybe to, you know, to continue that story whenever she comes back of her and Soraya and her and her and Tony Storm. Um, the WWE brain in me. Um, and the WWE brain, by WWE brain, I mean, what would WWE book in this situation? I feel like Soraya would win just to make a lot of people upset and a lot of people mad. I don't see that happening, though. I don't think Soraya wins. I don't think Tony Storm wins. I honestly think Sheeta is going to retain. And I think they're going to make her feel important, make her feel even bigger than she already is, and let her go on a proper title run this time. Um, and, you know, I think you can keep Britt in the feud with Soraya if you want to, and in and, and the feud with Tony Storm. Um, I think there's going to be a moment where we're going to have Soraya and Storm go at it for a little bit as kind of like a, a falling apart, but not splitting up. 
Um, but I do think Sheeta picks up the win. I think she walks away with the title still. Um, and I'm excited to see. Like, if, if she does win, I'm excited to see where they go with her from here. I think you could um, easily put her in a program with Thunder Rosa if you wanted to. You could put her in a program um, with Ruby Soho if you wanted to. You could put her in a match. You know, they're, they're, the list goes on and on and on that you could do with her. Um, the, the women's division uh, across the board in both major wrestling promotions hasn't been great booking wise the last couple of months. And so I think Sheeta winning and moving forward, I think is a good step and uh, is something different and exciting that we can, we can see going forward. So I do think Sheeta retains the AEW women's championship. Um, let's move on to talk about some of these multi-man matches. It wouldn't be an AEW card without multi-man matches, but I got to tell you when I look at All In, it reminds me of a WrestleMania-style show because the crowd is going to be so big, um, the biggest we've ever seen. And the the format that we've seen is very WrestleMania-ish to me. So they want to get as many top stars on the card as possible. And how do you do that? Multi-man matches. And I am totally, totally fine with that. Um, I, you know... Would I like to see Kenny Omega in a singles match at Wembley? Absolutely, I would. Am I upset that he's in a multi-man match? Absolutely, I'm not. Because I think it's a good spot for him to be there uh, and to be in that. So let's talk about that. Golden Elite um, versus uh, Bullet Club Gold and Takeshita. Um, this is one that I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't because I think... This feud between Kenny and Takeshita and Don Callis has been up and down, to say the least. But it's been, it's, the beatdown they gave Kenny two weeks ago was brutal. Um, and I don't know what to expect from this. I'm excited that we're getting Kota Ibusha back. I think he wasn't fantastic in the Blood and Guts match. But I think it took some time for him to... I think it's going to take some time for him to reestablish himself and to get more comfortable again. Um, but with that being said, I do think he he is going to stand out in this one. Um, seeing Kenny and Paige back together in a tag style is just going to be awesome to see those two guys back together. But I do think we've been talking about this for a while. We've been waiting for this to happen. I think this is Takeshita's shining moment. I think Takeshita wins this match by pinning Kenny Omega. And that is the way that you establish Takeshita as the star that he should be in the in AEW. Um, and I think that's how you really, that's how you can push forward this feud if you want to continue it with Don Callis and Kenny Omega. That's something Takeshita can hold over Kenny Omega. That's something Don Callis can hold over Kenny Omega that my guys have beaten you twice now um, in Will Ospreay and in Takeshita. Um, so I, I think that would be a really, really, really interesting way to go. I think this could potentially be match of the night um, between uh, between Golden Elite and BCC Gold and um, Takeshita. But I do think Takeshita gets the win over Kenny Omega, may, uh, elevating him to another level uh, that we've been waiting for Takeshita to get to. Um, and I think it, I think it starts. I think it starts at Wembley. Um, let's talk about the other um, multi-man car crash of a match that I just, I am so excited about and so happy to see. Um, we are getting Team Kingston, which uh, will be Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, 
um, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, and Penta um, versus BCC and proud and pow- proud and powerful uh, Santana making the surprise one year comeback. Um, to a huge pop when people realized who it was. The dude looks amazing, um, and he looks so jacked. And I, I, uh, I'm excited to see this. Um, I got the feeling watching this, and again, this is just pure speculation because obviously there have been reports in the past that uh, Santana and Ortiz didn't want to work together anymore. That they um, had a falling out. Um, I got the sense that. They're doing this as a one-off because I just I watching them. They didn't really interact with one another um, when Santana came out. They didn't really do anything together. Um, they just kind of started beating everybody up and and then bailed from the ring. Um, so I I don't know. I just I get the sense that that not everything's going to be fine. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they continue to work together. I love Santana and Ortiz together. I think they're a great tag team together. Um, but I could see them falling apart in this match so they don't have to um, work together in the future. Uh, because of that, I really do think uh, Team Kingston gets the win. Um, man, I would love it if Eddie pinned John. I would love it if Eddie Kingston pinned John Moxley in this um, stadium stampede. It's going to be brutal. It's it's going to be a match that Terry Funk himself is going to be proud of um, by the brutality in it, I think. And um, I think I am. I think I'm going with the prediction that Eddie Kingston's going to pin John Moxley, put this thing to rest once and for all. The interaction between Eddie Kingston and Renee Paquette on Dynamite was fantastic um, between the two of them. Eddie, Eddie just does such a good job of making everything real because it is real to him, and I love that. Um, and I love that he is that serious about everything and it makes everything he says feel more important every single time. So I think Eddie Kingston gets the win for his team. I think he pins John Moxley um, to move forward and to do something outside for that. But I think this one is, this one might be my personal match of the night just because of the train wreck that I'm expecting this one to be um, two more matches to uh, three more matches to talk about. Um, Sting and Darby Allen facing Orange. I'm sorry, facing um, Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage. It was supposed to be AR Fox, but AR Fox um, rather quickly got kicked out of um, Mogul Embassies, which was uh, a little weird to me. Um, it was definitely out of nowhere. I think you could have replaced Fox with Christian Cage without kicking AR Fox out because I think that was a good fit for Fox. Um, and it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me that Darby Allen would just be cool with AR Fox coming back. Yeah, I know he gave him a house when he was homeless, but he also tried to murder Nick Wayne. So, like, it's wrestling, I guess. That's just the way things go. Um, but I do think that this one's going to be another train wreck um, because it's a Sting match in AEW, and all Sting matches are train wrecks. Um, I think it's going to be fun, though. I I am loving Joker Sting right now. I think he is doing a fantastic job of reinventing himself and making himself fit a little bit more in AEW with this different style um, that I just I am I am purely enjoying. So um, I think because we are getting Darby Allen 
versus Luchasaurus at All Out, which is next weekend that we got a preview and talk about that too. I think we're going to see Sting and Allen get the win. Um, if I had to predict who pins who, I think it would be very interesting if Sting pinned Christian Cage to send him down a spiral um, even more so. And I think that's what's probably going to end up happening is, is Sting's going to get the win, um, probably hitting the Scorpion Death Drop or um, probably uh, a Scorpion Death Drop into a Coffin Drop. I don't. I think they've hit that before. And I think that would be awesome if they did that again. Um, and then Sting pick up the win. But I do think Sting and Darby Allen pick up the win heading into All Out. I think that gives Darby Allen more momentum so that when he loses the Luchasaurus, it's going to make Luchasaurus feel even bigger and Christian Cage more of a jerk than he already is. So I'm looking forward to this one. I think Sting and Darby Allen, though, do pick up the win. Um, the acclaimed are back together full force. Billy Gunn joining them once again this week, making this save and announcing that the acclaimed versus House of Black is happening at um, All In for the Trios Championships, which I did not realize that until I was just reading this card. So that's really cool, too. Um, I think there's a good chance the acclaimed win. I really do. I think there's a good chance that they give Billy Gunn his last send-off by having to be the Trios Champion. And then once they drop him to somebody, maybe he turns on the acclaimed or maybe they just ride out, he rides off into the sunset. Um, I do think this is going to be another train wreck match. I think all multi-man tag matches in AEW are just certified train wrecks in the best way possible. Like, I don't mean that in a negative at all. I think it's the best way possible. Um, I think the acclaimed win, I think, I think this is going to be a very baby face heavy show because of what's going to happen in the main event, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But I do think the acclaimed get the win. I think they win the trios tag titles. I think they defend them probably against CMFTR. Um, I could see CMFTR beating them at some point for the titles, but I do think we are going to see a switch here. Um, House of Black have been up and down for me um, since winning the trios titles. I think beating the Elite for the trios titles was a huge rub for them, um, but nothing kind of happened after that which is very disappointing to me. So I think this is kind of where we're going to start to maybe see a different side of Malachi Black. Um, after they lose the tag titles, maybe he starts to be more vicious towards Brody and Buddy. Maybe he starts to do some other things. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Um, but I do think the acclaimed get the win and win those trios titles. Now, let's talk about the main event because we got to talk about two matches when we talk about the main event because Adam Cole and MJF are pulling double duty um, at all in they are tag teaming together to face Aussie open in the opening match um, uh, or I'm sorry in the buy-in which is the pre-show um, so you get to see this for free TV which is very cool uh, but Adam Cole and MJF are facing Aussie open for the ring of honor world tag team championships the one title um, or the one championship in ring of honor Adam Cole has never won um, I think it'd be very interesting if they won I really do. I think it would be very interesting if they beat Ozzy Open. My thing is, with them fighting in the main event later that night, I don't really want one of them to turn on the other one. I want them to lose unless there's a turn. And I don't know if they're going to do the turn on the buy-in or not. But that would be a great way to sell the pay-per-view if they did do the turn on the buy-in because... 
if I sat here and watched Adam Cole super kick MJF's face off, yeah, they're best friends. I'm going to go watch the pay-per-view now to see what happens in the main event. Um, I don't think they win. I think Aussie Open wins that one. In the main event, though, I, I think no matter what happens, at the end of the night, we are going to have a turn. And I think a lot of people, including myself, are expecting Adam Cole to turn on MJF. Which is why I would not be shocked if MJF just turned on Adam Cole. And yes, that seems like the obvious choice, but it's not really because I think the obvious choice now is becoming Adam Cole turning on MJF. So I just, there is no obvious choice anymore. Somebody's turning on somebody because of just the egos that both these guys have. But I would be fascinated if Adam Cole turned on MJF. And we got a babyface, tweener-ish MJF moving forward. He's never not going to be a scumbag. He's already said that, which please never be never be anything other than a scumbag because it, it's you're you are a scumbag and you're the best scumbag in the world. But I just I think Adam Cole as a heel works a lot more than a babyface Adam Cole. And I think if you're gonna turn him heel against anybody, it needs to be MJF. It needs to reverse the roles of those two guys and let MJF be the guy going back after that title as a babyface now, as the people behind him moving forward. And because of that, I really do think Adam Cole will win the AEW ta- or AEW World Heavyweight Championship in the main event of All In. They want to make it memorable. They want to make it main- mean something. And I think they're going to do that. There's a reason why they announced this as the main event from the beginning. This is the best story in AEW right now. This is the best story heading into the show. And I think it's going to continue afterwards. Like I said, I think All Out, we could see um, Adam Cole versus CM Punk for the world title. Which, title for title, put the, you know both titles on the line or whatever. Which I'm, I think would be great. I think it would be really exciting. However... I think that Adam Cole is going to get the win here. I think he's going to do amazing things as a heel. Um, Maybe Roderick Strong joins him again. Maybe the kingdom is full and complete once again with all four, which I would be fine with. Um, And that could kind of be them moving forward is, is that happening. But I do think Adam Cole gets the win in a fantastic main event. I think it's going to be an awesome main event. MJF has delivered on every single match as champion, and I think this one will be no different at all. But let me know what you guys think down below in the comments, um, what you think is going to happen for each match, um, who you think is going to walk away uh, with the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Um, Do you think we even see a turn? Because I think it would be very interesting if we didn't see a turn and we just kind of kept this story going. But uh, let me guys know what uh, let me guys know what you think in the comments down below, or you can tweet uh, me at Andy underscore PBWP your thoughts if you are listening to this on the audio version um, as well. Definitely give me your thoughts. I want to know what you guys are thinking about this match, about this whole entire card. I am very excited for All In. Um, it's a busy, 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 busy time right now in the world of wrestling. We got All In this weekend. We've got Payback and All Out next weekend, um, and we are we are running towards. Um, it feels like uh, Survivor Series for WWE. So it's it's going to be a good time. We're having a great time. We're enjoying it. Um, I think All In is a much-needed show after the last two or three days that we've had. 
Um, I'm still not emotionally stable after SmackDown last night. And so I think All In will be a good palate cleanser for wrestling fans all over the world. So enjoy All In. Um, make sure you follow us over on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at um, PBW Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore PBWP. Once again, I will I will be live tweeting the entire time during All In. So follow us over there. Um, talk to us, interact with us during the show. We would love to have that happen. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Make sure you like this video, share it with your friends, share the audio version as well. Give us that five-star review. Enjoy All In. Wembley Stadium, a packed house. is going to be a lot of fun. We are going to enjoy it here as well. Join us Monday as we are going to be diving in and talking about it. The results, we're going to be reviewing the show as a whole. Friday, we are back with our weekly show and Saturday and Sunday and Monday. we Basically, you're going to see a show from us next week on Friday, on Monday, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday again. So it's going to be a busy week next week for the podcast, but we are having a blast doing it. I can't wait for my buddy Chris Belcher to come back and join us, um, but enjoy that time while you're away. But for um, the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, my name is Andy York. Thank you once again for joining us. Enjoy all in, and we will catch you guys down the road.